Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity. Guide us by your spirit in these moments that we may hear your voice. We give you thanks. Holy Spirit, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. I am excited to be here today. It's a blessing. I wish those outside could be allowed to come in. Possible. Do you want to maybe move forward by one step? Give them a little space. Yeah, why not? Hallelujah. Wow. It is exciting to be in this great university. University of P is what? Professional Studies and A is what? Accra. Wow. What a blessing. Now, can you see me? This guy is blocking our view, isn't it? What shall we do to him? Just send him away, isn't it? You know, Mr. Man, you can go to this corner so that you don't block people. But you are totally... I might as well just preach to you. If you like, get a room, I just near you. So you either move out of the way or... You lose your chance. So move and stand by the corner somewhere so that you don't block people's view. You can't do that to the church. Are you glad that I've moved him from there? Is it the right thing? Move your thing to the side so that you are, you are as far to the side as possible. So that you don't block people's view. You get it? When, I'll, I'll give you a t- when you are having your wedding, how many have not yet had your wedding? If not yet, how many have had your wedding already? How many have not yet had your wedding? Yeah, when you are having your wedding, okay? Don't allow the photographers to um, 
walk in front of the little children. Don't allow them. Because then you might as well have the photographer as your bridal party. As your flower boy or what is it? Page boy or flower girl. Do you get it? It's a very bush practice. Yeah. If you watch uh, international weddings and so on, you will never see cameraman walking in front of the people and taking pictures. It's not allowed. So it spoils your procession. It's beautiful that we would have seen little children come in and why we don't see it. We see photographers. All right? Yeah. If you like, watch Princess Diana's wedding or any of those princesses real. You don't see this. Or even watch a graduation of a university abroad. You don't see, camera, you don't see photographers there. They will take the pictures. You will get the picture. You will get perfect. Yeah. Wow. wow. Matthew verse chapter 9. Verse 27. My subject is faith. Faith. What subjects do you learn in this school? Accounting. Banking. And what else? Finance. ICT. Marketing. Econs. Is there a point in the school? Plenty. Yeah. Hey, what? If it had not been for the church, you, you wouldn't even know that a poor is wrong. Because you have had it all through. So that is why many of the people who are coming full time, we have a lot of struggles with them after university. And we are finding that our students from Anakazo Bible School are better trained than the ones from the university. They even speak better English. They, they, they think differently and they have passed very difficult exams, genuinely. Yeah. So we, are, we are finding that difference. So it's because of the culture of Apo. Because you can, you can fool some people some of the time. But you can't fool all the people all the time. What happens is that in life, you may fool yourself. You think you, I got past Wasi. I passed JSS. I passed and then it reached a place where that thing doesn't work. And you haven't learned how to. Because most of you would have passed anyway. If you were to just learn properly, you will pass. But you've learned that if you don't get this question and this and that, it's like you cannot pass. All right. Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him. 
crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. And they said unto him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. And they went, when they were abroad, and spread abroad his fame in all that country. Amen. If you go back to verse 22 of Matthew chapter 9, Jesus turned him about in the press and said, when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. Faith is a very important thing. Turn with me to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Faith is very important. And faith will do a lot for you. Okay? A lot in this life for you. Faith. Faith is the great equalizer. You are going to be equal to the richest man staying at Trasaco Valley or East Legon. Based on your faith. Because heaven, we are not admitted into heaven because of your house at East Legon. You will be admitted by your faith. Thy faith has made thee whole. The word whole is the word sozo, salvation. Which means salvation, healing, deliverance, everything. Your faith does that for you. Not your money. Thy faith has made thee whole. Thy money has made thee whole. Oh, thy, thy British passport has made thee whole. Thy French passport has made thee whole. Thy American uncle has made thee whole. No, thy faith has made thee whole. Wow. So faith after we've all gone through this life and you see one person he had an accident at around Dankwa Circle. Is it still called Dankwa Circle? Yeah, his car went into a big gutter there. Yeah. And uh, he, he survived. He survived. And when I saw him I said, how did you survive? He said, my car. My car saved me. He said, my car, my BMW. He had a BMW. He said, airbags and everything came out. He says, my car has made me whole. Or my car has saved me. Are you with me? But when it comes to a certain point, it's not your car that can help you, but your faith that's going to make you whole. Amen. Amen. Faith. Faith is very important. We are saved by faith. You cannot go to heaven with your French passport. One day I was coming at, uh, to uh, in, uh, Ghana when I got there. There were these three things. They said Ghanaian citizens, ECOWAS citizens, and then others. And then diplomats. Yeah, so like non, non, non-Ghanians, non-Ghanians, foreigners. In Korea, they write just foreigner. They don't even write foreigners, foreigner. Go there, when you go there, foreigner. 
go to your, you know that you are a foreigner. <laughs> then I saw a certain man who was, uh, I mean, he couldn't even speak English so well because of, I don't know which town in Ghana he was from. <laughs> But he was mostly a tree-speaking person. So I saw him. Are you listening to me? He left the masses, the Ghanaian line, those Ghanaian citizens, and he went to the other non-Ghanaian, non-Africans. And I saw him waving his red passport. That red passport, either from Italy, Holland, Germany, one of those places, he had the passport, he presented it from Germany. Open the door, I've come. Here's my visa. Here is my, he had got a visa to come to Ghana. Yeah. He was very happy. He left all of us. This were there. So we were different. Every country you go, they will make you feel different. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. When you go to South Africa, you write South Africans, other Africans, and then non-Africans. Yeah. And you share yourselves. But heaven is not by passport. Your Nigerian passport is as good as a Ghanaian passport. It's as good as a British passport. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You see, God is very, very clever. He has found something that equalizes us. Yeah. He has found something that equalizes us. Yeah. Whoever, whatever your color, whatever, you know, you, you, are, you are the same. It's like the mortuary. Whom you hold, you are the same. Whether you are rich, you are poor, you will be in it. Whether you are beautiful. Oh yeah. I've seen beautiful girls lying in the mortuary. They did their hair fresh with their nails and everything. They were all lying there naked. Yes, among the horrors of the mortuary. Hey! One day there was a man at a just airport area. It was a rich man. One day he got sick. When he got sick, he had an insurance. That insurance calls a plane. A plane comes for you. Yeah. A plane comes for you from Ghana with a doctor. To take you. That's the ambulance. Yes. That's your ambulance. So when he became sick. He dialed the number. Of the insurance. And the plane came. I don't know where it came. Whether England, Holland, Germany, wherever. It came to Kotoka. And took him. In the plane. And went abroad. And came. So later he was testifying. He was saying. You see. If I, I don't have money. Like I will not be here right now. My money has saved me. My money has done what? Saved me. Yeah. But there comes a time. 
I said there comes a time only your faith can save you. Oh yeah. Only your faith can save you. Yeah. Only your faith can save you. That's why faith is very important. And that's why God has chosen faith. Because if you are in Bogatanga, if you are in Wagadugu, if you are in Toronto, if you are in Bechem, if you are in Begro, if you are in Accra, if you are in Lagos, you are Kaduna, faith can save you. We are all heading to the same gate of heaven. Hey! There's not going to be, I mean, Nigerian to the left, British to the right. No, 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 no. It's, those things are going to end very soon. Discrimination according to money, car, insurance, uh, what? Country, color. Yeah. One day I was entering Switzerland. And then they... We were just, it was in the evening. I was passing through the airport. And then the, 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 the man, the customs guy, he just said, Monsieur? I said, We? Oui? We? Oui? He said, Please, s'il vous plaît, come. So I said, Why? I said, Why? More than 200 people are passing. Only me, you are talking to I grew wild. My wife told me to calm down. Yeah. You see, a time is coming, oh yeah, when your color will not be used against you. Yeah. Not so all white here. Yeah. If you have if you be any color on you, come to the side. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited about faith? Faith is a great thing. It equalizes us. Gives us all equal access to God. By your beliefs and your convictions, God assesses you and judges you. Hallelujah. That's why I'm preaching about faith. Because faith, where all the people Jesus met, he used to always recommend their faith. When the lady with the woman with the issue of blood, she came and she touched the hem of his garment, and he turned around and he saw her. Wow! He said, Who touched me? And when he saw her, the woman came and fell down trembling. And he told the woman, Right. And he looked at her and said, Wow, you've got a beautiful dress, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus told her, Yo, I like your dress, you know, I like your dress. <laughs> Jesus told her, I like your hair, I like your hair. Jesus told her, Where do you come from? Which area? No, he, he recommended her faith, not her beauty or her looks, on her, how, she, how she looks and how beautiful she was. Your faith, your faith impresses me. Wow, I like your faith. Faith is attractive. Faith is 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 is, is something that promotes you. When you believe, your belief, as far as God is concerned, is a great thing. To believe in God, yeah, it's very attractive. When Jesus looks at you, he's looking straight to see your faith. You know, we have 
many boys, when they look at you, look at your breasts, your bottoms, this, that, and that, your hair, I don't know. But Jesus, if you want to be God's girlfriend, you must know that he's looking at your faith. Yeah. You want to be God's girlfriend. He's looking at your faith. Wow. So Hebrews 11 is our famous scripture on faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Can you hear me at the back? For by it the elders obtained a good report. How many want to have a good report? Now, it, it doesn't even say whom they had a good report about from. I'll tell you that even in your secular work, faith will give you a good report. If you ask me, even me, somebody like me, so unimportant and inconsequential. You ask me, who are the people that when they work for me are promoted? The highest promoted people around me are those who believe more in what I say. Oh yeah, not the qualifications. I've never, I, I don't even know what qualifications people have. I just usually know that they've been to the university because university is a basic education. And even your University education is not so high. So even if you didn't have that one, and then even when you have it, it's not easy. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But, but, the more you believe, the more you obey. You see, obedience is a product of your faith. So you, you, you could actually take the faith, if, you, if faith is too mystical, you could take it away and say obedience. Because when you believe something, if I say, okay, there is going to be an earthquake here tonight, so don't be found here. And you don't even live in Accra, and you don't have anywhere to go, and you really believe what I'm saying, you will obey the instruction, which usually goes with what you have to believe, and leave the area. So, believing is so linked to obeying that a disobedient person is often a person without faith. Are you with me? So by it, the elders obtain a good report. Amen. Amen. When you go to work, take it from me. If I'm speaking and I see somebody closing the eyes, the person is already bored with what I'm saying. To me, the person doesn't really even believe in what I'm saying. And the person is already tired of seeing me. I've just come and you are tired. And they are at the back. They are at the back. Okay. May you have a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. When you have faith, you can be creative. You can do new things. 
You can do things that have never been done before. And you can do old things in a new way. Yes. That is why it's important to travel. I will always pray for you to get visas. Because when you haven't traveled, even within Ghana, you are not well educated. Yes. When you travel within the country, even when you travel within West Africa, you will learn so much. You will appreciate Ghana. And your mind and your attitude will change. Oh, it's true. You would appreciate it. Yeah. I remember when I stayed in a hotel. It wasn't really a hotel, but anyway, a woman had some four rooms. So it was called hotel. (laughs) There was no light in that place. No light at all. Yeah. There's no light. There's no light in the country. Yeah. So you would even be grateful to have it coming on and going and coming on and going. If you have seen it before. I hope you will not say that I'm defending the government. No. Alright. So, when you travel and you see things, you start to believe in the possibility of certain things. That certain things are possible. Because you've seen it before. Are you there? Yeah. That's why it's important to read books. Read history books. and You realize that it is possible. Wow. So, faith, through faith, you can create. When I started this church, I called it Lighthouse Chapel. There was no church I knew called Lighthouse Chapel. And I said, I want a church to be a source of direction to people and even to other churches. That's why I called it Lighthouse. When I started the first love church, I said, I want the church is bringing me back to my first love, which is being a shepherd. My first love, being a shepherd in the ministry. Shepherding people. I like I like it. God made me love people that are not related to me biologically. It's supernatural. You cannot care for people or love people unless God puts that love also in your heart. That you love the people as though they are your biological family. Amen. Amen. So you can do new things that have not been done before. I see you doing something new. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice by which he obtained the witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and by it he being dead, speaketh. Again, sacrifice like the things we that are painful to us. If you don't do it by faith, you don't, God will not be happy with you. In fact, there is a verse where God was facing the people. He said, hey, when you bring an ox, it's as though you are killing a man. 
like your sacrifice is as though you are cutting a man's head. When you bring a lamb, it's as though you are killing a, a, a pig. And Jews don't eat pigs. When you are offering this sacrifice, it's as though you are killing a dog. And he said, when you are even giving incense, it's as though you are blessing idols. I hate it. God told them. So, when it comes to all that we sacrifice to God and for God, you got to be very careful. You know, God is not out to just take everything away from you. When I, whenever I do any fundraising, people are giving, I always tell them, look, you don't have to give what you said you would give if you've changed your mind. Or if you feel that you are under pressure. I mean, the way the preaching went is like, I have to give. God is not even in need of what you have. You, what you have is not going to change God's plan. God's plan is coming to pass with you or without you. Nothing that you do or say will change the destiny of the word of God and the plan of God in this world. No, no. I cannot change it. God will do what he will do. Either I join and be blessed to be a part of it or I stand back. So God is not forcing you to sacrifice. And when you do sacrifice, make sure you are doing what he's asked you to do. Not what you think you should do. Christians are sometimes some of the most evil people. Do you know that in Rwanda, it was Christians in the same church who started hunting. So this member is like, it's like Ashanti's looking for airways. They said, oh yeah, I know one airway. I know one airway first. I know three airways in the first love church. And then going to find them. Or airways looking for Ashanti's. That was how it was. Tutsi and Hutu, they have two main tribes. And in the same time, they, they used cutlass to kill them. The government imported cutlasses for, for that. And they killed 900,000 to 1 million of each other. Yeah, within three months. They hunt for you, said, there's one here, there's one here, there's one here. And they went on a radio pastors. So sometimes, you see, Christianity, some people even have doubts whether we are doing the right thing. Because Christians, sometimes we are not following God the way he has even asked us to follow him. But we are doing what we think we should do. And I'm telling you today that even when you want to sacrifice for God, be careful that you are doing what he has asked you to sacrifice. Not to be sacrificing things he has not asked for. Yeah. You see, when we even giving offerings, if you just learn how to pay your tithe, there will be no problem. If you just learn how to just pay tithe, there will be no problem. Tithing alone will make the work of God go on very well. But most of us don't want to pay tithe. But from today, you begin to pay tithe. Verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. And before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And we know that without faith, it is impossible to please God. 7. Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved and prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became the heir of salvation. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should receive after, obeyed and went out, 
not knowing whither he went. Amen. Today, you are going to learn to use your faith for something else. What can you use your faith for? Okay. So I want to use my faith to get a car. I want to use my faith to get a beloved. I want to use my faith to get a... So read the Bible and see what we use faith for. Faith. Abraham used his faith for traveling. In obedience to God. Faith to sojourn in a strange country. One of the faithless people in this world to seek adventure and excitement of something unknown is black people. True. Look, do you know that England is an island? And do you know that Africa is also an island? Do you know that Africa is a bigger island than England? Do you know that they sat on their boat in their small island and came here? And when they got here, they sent message that we have discovered some people. Natives. They call us natives and savages. Yeah. But why didn't we make boats from our big island and travel there and send a message back home that we have discovered some people without pigmentation? They, they don't have pigmentation in their skin. Huh? So I've taken pictures and what's happening back. Can you imagine somebody without color? Eh? What does it look like? It's like jelly or what? But our minds don't open up to new adventures and possibilities. Yeah. How I struggle maybe 15, 20 years ago to get some people to go to Australia. Yeah. Australia, they wouldn't go. They would not go. I had a camp. I had a camp. I think the camp was called Double Mega Missionary Church. I don't know if it is that camp. I preached and preached and preached. All my camp, I have an aim. When I'm preaching at the camp, I have an aim. I was looking, yeah. I was looking for missionaries. I, nobody responded. Only one person. He came to see me after. He said, Bishop, I will go to Australia. I said, are you serious? He was a lecturer in the university. Pastor Peter. Yeah, he said, I will go. Really? And he went. His wife was pregnant. He went. And managed to stay there. And when he got there, it was much even, that was not the reason why, but the living conditions in Australia are better than England. Far. But our people are afraid of anything we haven't seen before. Yes. Many places await you 
if you have faith. True, if you have faith. If you have faith. Now, people don't have faith. He said, by faith, Abraham sojourned or traveled, journeyed, and resided in a strange country. Today I'll say it. I met an American. I met an American in Paraguay. He had married an American woman. He he was American and he had married, yeah, I think he was American or somewhere, whatever. And he moved from somewhere in America to Paraguay. Yeah. And he built a big church. And I preached in his church after he took me for dinner. And (laughs) when we went for dinner, he said to me, I said, "Do do you miss America? He said, miss America? Why would I miss America? He said, look at me here. Look at my house. My servants. My life. If I'm in America, I can, I, I, I can never do all these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only that people have not ventured and people have a fear. So when God calls you to a strange country that is different from yours, you'll be making up all kinds of, what do you call it? Yeah. But one of the things a Christian must use his faith for is to journey into a strange country. For the, according to the will of God, if God sends you, you go. Not just traveling. I don't, I'm not talking about tourism. This, I... I I'm not having a lecture on tourism. I'm talking about ministry. Today, when you all call ladies and your brothers propose, I know some missionary brothers who are even developing a complex. They have proposed to one after the other. And each one laugh at him and say, What work do you do? What work do you do? Missionary to where? They make fun of them. And they don't want to go. Ladies and gentlemen, when you walk by faith, you will have a good report. You'll be glad. By faith, Abraham went where he knew not. Not knowing where he was going, but he went. It takes faith to obey things that are not clear. Or that have no explanation you know, if you want real explanations for everything, I would suggest, have you got your pen, your paper? If you want explanations for everything, start writing, Dear sir, I resign from Christianity today. You can resign now. You can give me your resignation and walk out of the church. If you want explanation for everything. It's like you there. You are the intelligent type. Who doesn't do things without explanations. Wow. Hey. Meanwhile when you were following that boy without explanations. You followed him without explanations. 
explanations. Explanations. You didn't ask for explanations when you were falling in love. You tell people you, you don't understand what I'm experiencing. You don't know what I'm feeling. I've not seen somebody like this before. Hey! That one needed no explanation. You've done so many things that had no good explanation. A boy who has broken your heart. He's not serving God, but you are still following him without any explanation. Why? If we ask you, where would this boy take you? How far will it go? You don't have an answer. But still you are doing it. Hey. And when God sends you, when God sends you, that one, you need a detailed explanation. Oh God in heaven, if you don't have a detailed explanation. Sorry about that, Mr. God. Wow. You want explanation? How can there be heaven and hell? So where will we be? What will it be like? Hey. No. Let us learn that some of the things God tells us have no details. Paul, when Paul was arrested on the road to Damascus, the Lord said, I will show him what he has to suffer. But he didn't tell him the suffering on the day of the calling. Just called him. He told him, I'm the one you are persecuting. But the details of what he must suffer, they gave it to him as he went along. If he had told him on the first day, he may have resigned, just like you are about to resign. Are you still here? By faith, you can travel as a missionary. By faith, you can go somewhere, not London or America. You can sojourn in Sierra Leone. You can sojourn in Tanzania. You can sojourn in Madagascar. You can sojourn in Sudan. You can sojourn everywhere by faith. That is why we honor some of the white people who came to Ghana. Church of Pentecost, you see, was started by a white man, a missionary. Today, there are more than 20,000 or 40,000, if not, churches all over. A white man came to Ghana on a boat. Yeah, before independence. Came to malaria-infested Ghana. Full of cobras and gaboon vipers. Do you know Gaboon Viper? We recently caught one. Gaboon Vipers. Yeah. They have horns. Caught one recently up in the mountain. Yeah. He came. There was forest all here. Even 10 years ago, all this place was forest. How much more when he came in 1936 or 1940-something before independence? Christ Apostolic Church of Ghana started by white people. They came to Ghana. Presbyterian Church. They came as missionaries. When you go to Osu, you see a street called Mission Street. 
Mission Strasse, Mission Street. There were missionaries from Switzerland. So, they had faith to sojourn. They went up to the mountain, Ekropon, Atebubu, and other places. Yeah. And here we are. We are. You only go to America. You only go to. You don't have faith. You don't have faith. I'm talking about faith. Faith in God. I'm not talking about traveling to get money. If Accra even was not developed in 1937 or 1940, how much more Asamankesi? And how many people do you think were in Asamankesi? From Asamankesi to Swedru. How many people were there? Some of you would have said there are too few people. We may, Ghana may have been about 4 million or 2 million people. Yeah, but he came here, started the church in tree with his wife. They never had a child. The children were, are these Pentecost people, are the children of those, that white couple. Yeah. One day I went to a village in Ghana called, uh, I went to a village and I met a, pa- a, a pastor. And this pastor told me, he, he had, when, I, when I entered his house, he had little Ghanaian children, no small ones, like about six were playing in the house. But he's a white man and his wife is a white lady. So I asked him, do you have children? She said, I don't have any biological, these are my children. She said that I have intentionally withheld my own children so that I can look after these children as a missionary. She said, I've been in Nigeria for eight years and I've come here. Yeah. Faith. Faith. That is how come Ghana is 76% Christian. Yes, 76% Christians. It is people that have sojourned here and that's their belief. I believe I have a Land Cruiser. I believe I have a Mercedes Benz. I, I take a hammer in Jesus' name. I receive it now. Father, thank you for these things that are coming upon my life today. That is, that is what we call faith. That's what you call faith. Huh? Today's Christians, that's all. Mercedes-Benz, Toyota, Hammer. Wow. It's great. But God is doing something wonderful. By faith, He sojourned in the land of promise. There is a land of promise for everyone here. There is a place you will prosper. Listen, make sure you find the land that you will prosper. Joseph would never have become Joseph that we know if he had stayed in Israel. He had to travel to Egypt before his gift of administration and his gift of kingship and the honor and dignity that was on his life would come forth. When he was in his house, he was a despised small brother. But when he traveled to the place of his destiny, 
the prime minister anointing came forth. May you find the country that you will be a prime minister in. May you find the nation that you will flourish in. May you locate where God has destined for you to be. In Jesus name. Sit down. Yeah. There is a place. I said there is a place. There is a place. And if you find that place. You'll be surprised. How God will bless you there. Oh yes. God has placed on my heart to send missionaries to South America. There are 20 countries. Honduras. Bolivia. Paraguay. Argentina. uh, Brazil. Chile. Peru. Panama. Ecuador. Costa Rica. Puerto Rico. Guatemala. Nicaragua. um, Costa Rica. Uh, and on 20 of them actually 19 that speak Spanish yes one speaks Portuguese Brazil yeah keep watching God is going to use me to send people all the countries I've mentioned you will soon see that the lighthouse Honduras people are outside you will soon hear the Colombian pastor is waiting. Or Ecuadorian, Peruvian, and Chile. They are all outside with the Argentinian shepherds. Our Nicaraguan shepherds and Guatemalan shepherds are having a meeting. Wow. When I went to start a church in America, we rented a small room like this. The room was like this. It's a room in Manhattan where the wealth trains are, where they bomb. Very expensive. A small space like this. So we had the chairs arranged there. About 12 chairs. And about five people came to church. It's a church. Don't laugh, oh. You'll be laughing on the other side of your mouth soon. I stood in Manhattan and I preached seven reasons why Lighthouse must be in America. Yeah. And today, we are there, all over. We have thousands of members. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, faith, it takes faith to believe. When God tells you, go here, go here, stay, stay. And the Bible says, and he dwelt in tabernacles. You see, you must become as wise as a serpent. Snakes, you see, when you see a Gaboon viper, I can show you a picture of one that we caught. It's one of the most venomous creatures on earth. It must only be in a zoo. But they are freely moving around because a snake, one of the wisdom keys of a snake is that it doesn't need much to survive. It doesn't need a house. It doesn't need a roof. It doesn't even need to eat much. 
Maybe once a year. It's okay. Every time you come out to eat, you are in danger because the whole world doesn't like you. Because many of us are so complicated. We need this. We need that. We must have this. We must have that. That is why we cannot survive in many places. Look at the lions. Lions have to eat every day. That is why there's no lion. This is lion country. We should have had lions. There should have been lions out there. But you are not going to find a single lion in Accra. If you were in Nairobi, occasionally you get a lion in the streets. The last time I was in Nairobi, there were police all over because they said a lion was moving around in some residential area. Yeah. But in Accra, you're not going to find a lion. But they have a park. They have a park next to that area. So sometimes the animals come over. So the lady looked out of her window, the backyard, there was a lion. So if you come out to hang your clothes. Hey! Are you still here? I am telling you that a snake is a better survivor. But he doesn't need many things. To survive. But you need this. I need this type of house. I need a car. I need this money. I need these shoes. I need this. My wife needs this. This one needs this. This is. Charlie, when you need a lot of things, you are in danger. One day I killed a snake in my house. Very long snake from maybe where the guy is to about here. It has stayed in the house for years and flourish and grown. I don't know why it came out that day. Maybe to find something to eat. Yes. I was not there, but it came out. Because snakes live underground. That's why suddenly you see a snake and say, well, where, where did it hide? They live under. You see a hole, it goes under. They will be there. Yeah. It doesn't need to see the light. It can sleep. It can rest. You, you need so many things. That is why you are not able to survive many conditions. Are you still around? Yeah. Yeah. Abraham dwelt in tabernacles. Read it. Hebrews 11. He didn't need too much. And then he dwelt with Isaac and Jacob. The heirs of the same promise. Wow. He took his family. Missions is a family thing. Thank God for good wives. Pray that you will get a good wife. If I had married a lioness or a tigress, who will contend with me at every step for what I have God has asked me to do? I will not be standing here preaching to you. Yes. He went with Isaac and Jacob, the members of the family. Pray that you will not, not either be a woman whose mouth is like razor blades. Whose mouth is like pen knife. Hey. Whose mouth is like two inch nails. Hey. 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 When you speak, it is sharp. Hey. 
has implications. She went with I he went with Isaac and with Jacob. William Carey, a great man of God. He went to be a missionary in India from England. He wrote in his diary, my wife and her sister are not interested and do not see the importance of my mission as I do. They don't see the importance of what I'm doing as I do. Wow. His wife's name was Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. When he first said he was going to India, his wife said, yeah. She said, you know something, I'm not going. And what happened was there was some financial problems and so the trip couldn't come on, so he was there. He said, so the next time the opportunity came, he said, I'm going. And his wife said, you are going alone. You are going alone. They had a lot of meetings. And in the end, the wife's sister lifted her hand and said, look, my sister, in order for you to be able to go with your husband, I will go with you. And I will help you to look after the children. When the sister said that, the wife said, okay. So they sat on a ship and left for India. No one had ever been there as a missionary. As they were going, the ship was going out of the harbor. They, both of them never knew that that was the last time they would ever see England. They never saw England again. They died in India, all of them. And when they got to India, so many crises, they had to move. Their money got finished. Then when they had to move again, the wife said, another moving Every time moving. I don't like moving. Hey, some people, having them is more than having a radio. Hey! With TV discussions, against, for and against. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you about marriage, real marriage. Because you see, you, you, when you see your parents, you don't know how they really are. Your parents, when you grow up, you see them in a way. It's very difficult to see them in the real way how they are. That's what I, that's what I realized. It's very, and especially depending on the picture that has been painted to you. It's very difficult to know your mother or know your father. Yeah. So, they had to sit on a boat through the river with alligators, snakes, anacondas, every, they were in it with children. Hey! And they got to another part of India when they got there. And that place had tigers. You know, the tigers come out of the forest, catch somebody and go. All these are dangers. Just as we also have dangers in the world today. Different types of dangers at different times. Nowhere cool. If you had been born earlier, it would have also not been it. When they got to the new place, the man started to translate the Bible. He translated into Bengali, Sanskrit, and other languages. First New Testament, then printed like that. Printed it, made it, and he translated 13 languages. The whole Bible, first ever edition of the Bible in India. 
was by this man. In fact, when he died, statement, president, all over the world, they acknowledged that so many people arrived for his homegoing. Yeah. And that sister who followed him, when she got to India, a man there, a British man who nobody knew was even there, saw her and said, baby, baby, I need you and I love you. Wow! You see, there are so many blessings that come when you serve the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. By faith, William Carey went to India. Yes, and lived there till he died. And you know why he, even that? He was, he was motivated. He said, look, Moravian church, the, there's a church called Moravian. The Moravian, originally from Czechoslovakia. The Moravians have done this. They've gone as missionaries all over. What about we the Baptists? We Baptists, we have done nothing. That's what I'm also telling you. You see, the Pentecost church, the missionary came here to start churches. White people have come and died here. Trouble. What about us as Christians? Let us also rise and do something. William Carey was famous for saying, attempt great things. Do great things. Attempt great things for God. Attempt great things for God. Do great things for God. Wow. Is it not a blessing? Is it not a blessing? Yeah. Faith. This is real faith. Hmm? You see, when you get to heaven, you see that, what was I thinking about? To have faith is to do. As I'm here, I came by faith. By faith, I became a pastor. By faith, I believe that God spoke to me on, just on Lagos campus told me to be a pastor. I believed it. I came and I stood in a small church. I said, look, I'm a pastor. You, you're all calling me Brother Doug, but God has called me. I'm now Pastor Doug. Hey! By faith, I stood in my small congregation. And it caused controversy. The people went and said, the guy felt very proud. This and that, a medical student in fifth year, what does he think he's doing and saying? Yeah, but I said that God has told me. And this William Carey, he had so many problems. His wife started to accuse him about so many things. So in the end, she even went mad. Yeah. Yes. He had so many criticisms. But by the end of his life, you see, what's the summary of his life? He brought the gospel to India. After eight years, there was still no convert. After either eight or 13 years before he had the first, first convert. But when it started after that, more people came. First Indian to be saved. What a blessing. May we be great missionaries for God. Attempt great things for God. Do great things for God. Hallelujah. Verse 10. For he looked for a city which had foundations. Wow! Whose maker and builder is God. Listen. To have faith is to lift up your eyes and recognize things that have no foundation. When you say something has no foundation, it means it cannot last long. Yeah. You are new in Ghana. That is why you think things you see around have foundations. 
in Ghana, eh, we had white people ruling Ghana. But that one had no foundations. White people were, when you go, you see Governor Gadgisberg and others, they were the ones patrolling here and the white people in their whatever to in Ghana. But it has no foundation. It's nothing. In 1957, it was gone. Are you listening to me? In 1957, it was what? Gone. gone. Then we had Kwame Nkrumah. Who came? That one also had no foundations. By 1966, he traveled to Hanoi in Vietnam. And when he was there, he had an information that, do you know General Kotoka? <laughs> I know General Kotoka. is one of my generals. He has overthrown you. You are no more the president. He could not fly back to his beloved Ghana. He flew to Guinea and stayed in Guinea. So he died. And then another man took over. Uh, who is What is his name? Afrifa or somebody. Yes. He also had no foundations. He was gone. And then we had uh, Buzia. Prime Minister Buzia. He was a prime minister. That one also had no foundations. Within two years, he was gone. And we had General Kennel I.K. Achampo. And he came with uh, on the 13th of January. He came on the 13th of January. What was the name of his party? Uh, SMC. Supreme Military Council of Ghana. But the Supreme Military Council had no what? Foundations. Foundations. It had no what? It had no what? Foundations. Foundations. And Supreme Military Council, he started uh, one nation, one people, one destiny. In Ghana, one nation, one people, one destiny. And he started Operation Feed Yourself. A lot of good ideas. And then he brought Unigov, Unigovernment, that we don't need Democrats, we need Unigov. Yeah. And then after some time, he, all foundations were not good. General Akufu, his fellow associate, removed him from power. We were here, we said, oh, there's a palace school. Achampon has been put aside. Akufu has taken over. And Achampon was sent into exile. He was sent and was, I don't know whether he was in his town and Akufu was the head of state. We were there on uh, June 4th. When we had Hey! And we heard a new voice we have not heard before. Ladies and gentlemen, the ranks have taken over the country. The ranks. The ranks. The ranks. The ranks means that corporals, last corporal, private, ordinary people have taken over. Yes. And they formed the AFRC, Armed Forces Revolutionary Council, which also didn't have foundations. Within six months, it was 
they cleaned, they did what they call house cleaning and executed some of the heads of state. Three of our presidents were shot at Tishy. Three of them. And other minister of road and highway minister of this. If the, and the same conditions that brought that revolution, that AFRC are what we are seeing today. Yeah. Then he handed over because you will notice President Rollins, everything he said he, he would do, he did. So I will hand over. He handed over and he was in town. And there was a new president, President Liman. He was there for two years. No foundations. That was PNP. That was the name of the party. PNP. PNP. He was not going to be the head of state. It was another man, but he had a heart attack on a plane and died. And this man was brought in to be the president. Yeah. After two years, President Rollins also said, no, 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 no. You are spoiling the country. It's not working. And he came back and he said, no, we have now come to launch a revolution. Just as you see French, French Revolution and other revolutions all over the world, this is our Ghanaian revolution. And we started students going to the cocoa farms to go and bring this, that, different things. That was the PNDC, which also didn't have foundations. And after about 10 years, it dropped the P and became NDC. <laughs> yes. And there was other political parties, UNC, that were very popular, and PNP, all those, and CPP, they all disappeared. Then a new party came, NPP, with an elephant in blue and red colors. Yes. Which I've never been heard of before in Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. And they came and they challenged Rollins and then they lost. They lost again. And then third time they, they, they lost and these people came. And we all thought MPP was going to stay for some time. Yeah. They were, they were, they, they were raining. Hey. You see them on television. What? In power. You see, when I say the Bible says, for they look for a city which had foundations. It's like we are looking for something real. Something that is lasting. Those of you from Nigeria, if you know Nigerian history, it's just like this. Same. This one came in through, through this one came over through like this. Uh, so. And we are still throwing over. What are you looking for today? Do you want something real? So now we have NPP and NDC. We, you keep watching. Keep watching. One day somebody will be telling you, no, there used to be a very powerful group. It was called this and this and that. This one cried with nothing. Yeah. Watch it. Ladies and gentlemen, what are you looking for? Let's look for something real. For me, I am not, that's why I'm not trying to be a leader of Ghana politically. No. It has no foundation. What I'm looking for is something more deeper. Real. Yeah. Deeper and stronger. Real. Deep foundation. You cannot move it. The church is here. The church was here before all these people. 
Do you know that all these people came and went, came and went, came and went, came and we are still here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even companies, there were some businesses in Ghana. I don't know if you know some of the businesses. Big, big business, GNTC. When you talk about Accra Mall, there were, the Accra Mall was called GNTC. It was, there was a, a story building, one, two, three, four. That was the Accra Mall. It's called GNTC, UTC. UTC was, you go there, it was, UTC was, it had Swiss, Swiss uh, companies and other people were there. UTC at the high streets. Yeah, and Kingsway. Kingsway Shopping Center. Oh, yeah. We are talking about things with foundations. Not things without foundations. We had airlines, very famous airlines, like Ghana Airways. We had, uh, we had, it has turned into a restaurant, eh? <laughs> it's a choba. Forgive. Huh? We had Panam. Panam, it was an airline that does not exist today. Swiss Air does not exist today. Many, many, many airlines. BOAC. When the queen came to Ghana, or the queen's representative, or whatever, they came to Ghana, they came on BOAC. I think British Overseas Airway Corporation or so, BOAC. Yeah. Wow. Huh? We are looking for something with foundations. Those of you who plan to get married, you better get into something with foundations. Without faith, you will never have something that has foundations. All that you do will be paper straw. You say, oh, we are in love. We are greatly in love. So when you see, no, one, two, three, four, seven, we are in love. 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 It's changing to something else. <laughs> How many have already been in relationships without foundations? You will not raise your hand then. Something worse is coming on. I am not seeing the hands well. The girls at the back there, this, this direction. I'm not seeing your hands well. I'm not seeing your hands well. You know. You know. You have already given yourself to brothers without foundations. Anybody who wants something with real foundations, you need faith. Yeah. Don't follow money which has no foundations. Politics without foundations. Yeah. Yeah. Relationships without foundations. Businesses without. We are going to England. We are going to. We are going to America. We are going to. Look. Start looking for things with foundations. Real things. Can I have an amen from somebody? Bible says Abraham was looking. He says, for they were looking for a city with foundations. What does it mean? Something real. When a house doesn't have foundations, when the rain comes, it will just... And you are down. It can't last. It can't survive any storm. Yeah. It can't survive any storm. Yeah. And you see, NPP... A lot of their members have joined NDC. 
Because they can't survive the storm of being in opposition. It's a storm. Yeah. They, 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 they have to join to get job, contract, this, that, that. Ooh. Yeah, what? Yes. At the end, there's no foundation. I thank God that he called me to serve in his house, to be a servant of something with foundations. Yeah. And as I get older, as I get older, I don't, I know politicians who say there is no hope. They, you'll be surprised. The people who espouse certain things say they are saying there is no hope today. Yes, I know them. They are saying there is no hope. Yeah. But there is hope in God. There is hope in Christ. But if you put your hope in something that has no foundation. When I see Christians arguing about NPP and NDC. You must be careful. Because if you are genuine. You will know that there is no difference. It's just one group and another group. And when you are very strong. You see that it's a cover up for tribalism. Yeah. Your tribalism. But those who like this party very much, they don't like that tribe. That's the implication. It's a cover-up for your tribalistic spirits. Today, I am getting older and I am thanking God more that when I was in my 20s, you know that people say, I regret, I wish I know if I could have even gone back to start a little earlier. I don't know how much earlier I gained I could have started. Maybe 12. Yeah. But I don't regret being a minister and being a preacher. No matter what it has cost me and what I have experienced, I, I thank God. But as I'm getting, you know, when you are a pastor and people start calling you, come and pray. We are dying. I'm sick. I'm dying. You know God. And so on. Then you realize that what you are standing on is real. What they were standing on is not so solid. Yes. That's why they say, pray. Also for pray. Pray for us. Can you pray, please? We need your prayers. Wow. You realize that you are standing on the real foundation. Without faith, you cannot choose the real thing. You always following the crowd, following the crowd. Even brothers with foundations, girls don't know how to choose a brother with foundations. Yeah. They they see the guy smiling with some raps and hi girl man, I love you girl man. There's no foundation. Because you are the six, there are six of you at the same time. Yeah. May you stand on real foundation. Today I have spoken to missionaries. I don't know who you are. I don't know why. But today's message, today's message, you see, I'm just following each of the steps of faith. All the guys. And it happens that your turn has fallen on Abraham the missionary. So it may be, it may be that there are a lot of missionary wives who will be with us, with alligators, 
It may be that there may be a lot of missionaries all over this place who are going to look for cities. Cities with with what? Foundations. Foundations. Real. 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 Yeah. Where are those who follow CPP? UNC. PNDC. AFRC. PPP. Where, where are those who, where are, where are all those things? They don't even exist. They don't even exist. They don't even exist. And you give your life dying for killing for it. Killing for it. As a, and deepening tribalism in Ghana. Wow. Wow. Those who fought for independence, what has it done for us? Is it not last week we were celebrating? This week. 58 years. What have we achieved? Everybody say foundations. Turn to your neighbor and say, Charlie, I'm looking for somebody with foundations. So I need... I need a relationship with foundations. Foundations. Hey! Hey, somebody come. I love you. I love you. Let's sleep. I love you. Let's sleep. There is no foundation in what you are doing. No. There's no foundation. I love you. I love you. Let's sleep. Let's sleep. I love you. I love you. Let's sleep. Hey! There is no what? Foundation. There's no foundation. There's no foundation. I see you having a foundation. Yes. I see you having a great foundation. Stand to your feet, everybody. Tell your neighbor you need more foundations, more foundations for your life. Amen. Now listen. When listen to me, everybody outside, everybody listen. When you are going to die and you don't have a foundation, you will see that you are shaking. Yeah. Do you know, are you listening? One day, there were two guys in a class in the university. One of them brought an idea. And the idea was called deism. Deism. That is, you believe that there is God, but he's not involved in our affairs. There is a God, but he's not deeply, he's not involved in our issues. So he's not somebody we need. Yeah. The two of them parted company. Are you listening? Are you still listening? One day, 
The other one went back to his parents and his parents told him he was doing the wrong thing. He was going away from God. But he, he didn't really listen. So one day, he went traveled somewhere and needed a hotel room. Sit down. I'm telling you. Listen. No, no, it's just I'm just it's just two seconds. Just two seconds. Yeah. Do you want to hear my stories? I have a lot of stories. So listen, I'm almost ended. The guy traveled somewhere and came to a hotel. And the guy said, I'm sorry, the hotel is full. There is only one room. But it is next to a room where there's a very sick person. So nobody stays there. The guy said, oh, um, the sickness of the man will not affect me. I'm very tired. I'll sleep. So he went to sleep in the room. Throughout the night, he could hear the man crying, groaning. Until early in the morning, the man stopped. The, The noise stopped. Then in the morning, he was leaving the hotel. And he saw the manager. And he asked the manager, how was the man who wasn't well? Because they threw out the night. In fact, he thought he could sleep, but he couldn't because the guy was shouting, making noises until he became quiet. said, oh, I'm sorry to say that um, he died. So when he was going, he asked, who? What kind of person was it who died? I mean, this guy who died. He said, oh, a young man just like you. His name is Jamie. Jamie. Jamie what? Jamie Owen. Hey, do you know who is Jamie Owen? That his friend, the guy that he's doing the deism with. Him. Yeah. That's the guy. He said, but I know he's my friend. But his friend was next to him throughout the night had been dying. He didn't even know that he was his best friend. He died screaming and groaning. The guy became afraid. And it was one of the things that made him turn back to God. Yeah. Because you see, the two of them had chosen something without foundation. Like, oh, now we don't believe God is really necessary. Although he was a, originally went to Bible school, I don't believe so much in such things. You got to be careful, you know. When you start picking things that have no foundation, and start following people that have no foundation, and start following ideas that have no foundation. When you see the end of people who have followed things without foundation, then you see that. It would have been better that you followed and looked for a city with foundations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One day I was called by somebody who, who doesn't believe in God to pray. I said, you don't believe in God. You have told me yourself you don't believe in God. When it reaches somewhere, they will call you. Because they, 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 they realize that there is air under them. There is nothing under them. They are sinking. They are going down. 
no foundation. May you have a foundation in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your savior. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to God. I want my life to have foundations. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I will pray with you. I don't know, maybe somebody invited you to church today. But in your heart, you know, you know, you know, you know. You have no foundation. If something happens to you now, will you go to heaven or hell? You know you don't know where you will go. I want to pray for you. And I want to pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God, to Jesus Christ today. If you are here, wherever you are standing. Pastor, please help me. I, I want God. I want Jesus in my life. I want my life to have a real foundation. Please pray with me. If you are here like that, lift up your hand. Where you, just stand where you are, but lift your hand up high. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I see so many hands. Lift it up high. God bless you. 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 I want my life. I want Jesus in my life. Maybe you have come to church before, but deep down you know you are not standing on any solid ground. Pray for me, Mr. Pastor. Help me. I want God. Your hand must be up. There are three girls. Your hand must also go up. One, two, three. Lift it up. God is calling you. You know. God bless you. God bless you. I see so many hands. But there are some more. This is your chance. God bless you. I see all your hands. Now, all of you have lifted your hand. Come to me in the front. Just come. Come with your hand up. Come and stand here. I want foundations in my life. I want God in my life. Come on. Come to God. Come to Jesus. Step forward. Step forward. God bless you. Come. Keep coming. I'm waiting. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. I surrender all. Surrender. To thee. Come on, come to God. What are you waiting for? Come to Jesus. God bless you. Come. Step out. Step in. Now, close your eyes, everybody. Maybe you are here. You even consider yourself to be a Christian, but you know that you are not a good Christian. How you should really be. If you are here like that, come quickly and join them. Lift your hand and come, come. I'm a Christian but not a good Christian. Your hand must be up. You must be coming now. Come to God. Come to the front. Come to the altar. I want to pray with you. I'm a Christian but not a genuine good Christian. I want to be today. Come on. Let me pray with you. Come my friend. Step forward, step forward, step forward, step forward. Step forward. I'm a Christian, but not a good Christian. Step for everybody, step forward. There's no space. More, so many people are coming. Alright. Close your eyes and lift your hands. Before you you close before we pray, 
There is somebody here. I want to give you a last chance. You know, I believe God is a God of a second chance and a, the God also of a last chance. What well, we call it the last chance. If you are here, Pastor, in my heart, I know I should be in the front. I should give my life to God. You are a girl or a boy. Listen, don't joke with your life. Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul? I'm giving you 30 seconds. This is your last chance. Look at my hand stretched out here. God is calling you. Come. Move. Step out of your seat and come to the front. This is your chance to be saved. Clap for them as they come. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Lift your hands up. Let everybody in the congregation also lift your hands. All of us are praying together. Whatever I pray, pray after me. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to God. I give my heart to Jesus. Oh God, I am sorry for my sins. Oh Jesus. I am sorry for my mistakes. I know that I am a sinner. Please have mercy on me. Please wash me. Cleanse me. Forgive me. Have mercy on me. Today, I open my heart. I open my heart. I receive Jesus as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Oh God, oh God, please forgive me, wash me, cleanse me from my wickedness, from my sins, from tonight, from today. I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, and I will follow Jesus. Say thank you, Father, for saving me today. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. My name is, mention your name. My name is, please write this name in the book of life. Today, I accept and believe in Jesus as my Savior, my Master and my Lord. Thank you, Father, for what you have done for me. I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I am washed. I'm free by the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Father, for saving me today. In Jesus' name. Now say after me, Satan. Satan, listen carefully. From today, I rebuke you. I reject you. I refuse you. I will not follow you again. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus. Lift your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. 
Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.